Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Today, I talk to women in this topic. Hey, woman, let tech fix your weight worries. I know as a woman, you don't want that bulging tummy fat. It annoys you. Also, you probably have been wanting to reduce your weight or even add on weight. Many have said you're too skinny. So why not just add up a little flesh? Well, no matter what your weight worry is, hey, woman, tech can fix it. Technology has come a long way and continues to do so every single year. And although we're complete proponents of LV diet and exercise regimens, it's also sort of fun to look at the shortcuts for fat loss and gain and its associated benefits that researchers are finding, testing and trying to market. By developing cutting edge technology, identifying genes and proteins and reapplying long held beliefs in new ways, scientists and technologists are supposedly and reportedly working on ways to melt away and add on pounds, inches and calories as women. The last two decades have seen a significant increase in weight self-management devices that offer a wide range of solutions to many of the challenges faced by women trying to manage their weight. In 2016, female obesity prevalence for Nigeria was 13.1% and between 1997 and 2016, female obesity prevalence of Nigeria grew substantially from 53 to 13.1%, rising at an increasing annual rate that reached a maximum of 6.02% in 2007 and then decreased to 4.80% in 2016. These statistics is to prove that women are adding on more weight than even losing it. However, this isn't to deny that there are also women who would want to add on weight in the right places so if you've just lost weight and you don't want to see that number go back up on your scale although gaining the weight back might be inevitable it doesn't have to be or you feel you need to add on weight well a general practitioner is here to show us how it's possible with tech and also tell us that it's possible that your weight can affect your fertility she's a general practitioner and family doctor of the medicenter ikecha which is a world-class primary care facility providing quality health care across its four locations in lagos she's a graduate from the prestigious college of medicine University of Lagos and has expertise in maternal and child care as well as care of the whole family. A passion for the health of the individual and community as a whole has seen her participate in numerous outreach programs, giving talks, medical conferences, workshops and offered free medical services and preventive care to communities both within and outside the country. Let's welcome Dr. Esther Adilokwa. Good afternoon Dr. Esther. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Glad it's, to be here. Yes, good to have you once again. How are you doing today ma'am? I'm well thank you and you? I'm great. <laughs> Oh, great. <laughs> All right, we're looking at weight management issues and how technology can help us as women. Today is women, uh, Women's Cross Wednesday, Women Praying on Wednesday, where we talk about women and technology. And the issue of being overweight or underweight has been prevalent amongst many Nigerian women. Women either want to stay big or stay small. However, we might be mixing both up if we don't understand what the measure of the proper weight should be. So how does a woman know if she's overweight or she's underweight or if her weight is normal? Now, concerning the issue of weight, one has to compare the weight to the height. So it is always a ratio that needs to be compared because you can't look at your friend and say, oh, you weigh less than I am and I feel bad because of that. You always have to look at your weight in relation to your height. And there is a formula that kind of puts that together. It's called the BMI, the body mass index. Okay. And it's a ratio that uses the weight over the square of the height. So for instance, if a woman weighs, let's say she is 80 
kilograms and then our height is about 1.63 that is in meters so you have to weight over the square of 1.63 is what gives the bmi now that gives different values and Using those values, we can categorize what section that woman falls under. So for instance, if you do your BMI using that calculation and then you find out that you're less than 18.5, then that means you are underweight. So that tells you that, oh, I need to build up some more weight. Now, if you're between that 18.5 to about 24.9, then that means you have normal weight, okay? If you are 25 to about 29.9, that means you're overweight, Okay. Now, if you are above 29, so you're 30 and above, then you're obese. So meaning that less than 18.5, you're underweight. If you're above 30, you're obese. But you also know that being overweight means that your BMI is above 25 and we don't want to be there. So we always want to maintain an optimal weight. Of course, the BMI has its own issues, but I, I believe as we speak on, we'll talk more about it. Okay, okay. Because I was about asking that there are some women that just prefer to be big. Mm -hmm. And if you tell them that, oh, you are overweight, they will look at you as, are you joking right now? Can you say I'm <laughs> overweight? I'm okay like this. And I think many of them go on living healthy practices, the exercise and all, just yeah. to maintain that weight. Will you still say that these people are overweight? Okay. So, you know, the thing is, we use BMI as some sort of reference but when a patient comes to see you at the clinic or i'm having a one-on-one -on -one with someone i'm going to be measuring that person's weight or bmi in relation to the person that is sitting in front of me so for instance you know we talked about weight have you ever noticed that people that bodybuild they actually have a lot of weight boxers they have a lot of weight but they are very fit but you would see that their weight is actually much when you do their bmi they will probably be falling in categories or especially when they're not very tall they'll be falling in those categories where you say oh they're overweight they're obese so i'm going to be sitting down looking at the person in front of me we're going to be talking about not just the weight and the height measurement but what's your lifestyle like so the focus at the end of the day is about healthy living and healthy lifestyle you know making the right choices concerning kind of foods that we eat the quality and the quantity so portions we're talking about not being sedentary of course now we're doing a lot of things online zoom tech you know our phones so our lifestyle has kind of changed we are more sedentary so those are the things we want to look at and be able to really decipher and see if someone's lifestyle is healthy or unhealthy mm. Okay, as we continue the conversation, we'll come to that. Now, a recent review finds that self-monitoring of diets, exercise levels, and weight using technology could be helpful. Do you agree with this? And if yes, what then are the technologies available for women weight management? I think it's actually a very great development. If you actually go online, even on our apps on our phones, there are quite a number of apps that one can use in monitoring your weight. I mean, even this BMI I just calculated now, there are a lot of apps that all you need to do is just put in your current weight and you put in your height and it even calculates your BMI for you and tells you already which category you fall into, whether you're underweight, normal weight, overweight or obese. And you could also even use those apps to actually set your target weight, trying to fall into the healthy weight range. And so these apps can actually help to track your progress and tell you where you're falling off the track and where you are on course. And having an application like that is like having an accountability partner. And without necessarily having another human being or a trainer or someone somewhere else something that always prompts you drink water get up on your feet move around you know things like that there's so many things apart from applications on the phones you have smart watches now that you know you wear 
around, tells you about your heart rate, you know, actually tells you you've been sitting for too long, you need to get up. So there is a myriad of things out there that one can use now to help with weight management, either weight gain or weight loss. Amazing. Yes, I think I know about that smartwatch. Mm-hmm. Some people run early in the morning and it tells them how many calories they burned, yeah. how long they need to still run to burn more calories mm-hmm. and all of that. Now, extreme dieting programs. I also read that dieting programs can also help. It's a technological innovation mm-hmm. that can also help in either adding weight or mm-hmm. losing weight as a woman. Now, sometimes it can be harmful. If you just mentioned a smartwatch telling you that you're sitting for too long or you're standing for too long, sometimes this thing malfunctions. You, you yeah, understand? Yes. And they are really successful over the long term. Hence, not many are ready to open up to them. So what else should we look out for while using technology, managing our weight so that we don't put ourselves at risk at the same time? Okay, something I want to pick out from what you just said about dieting. You know, even the concept of dieting, to be honest with you, as a practitioner in managing patients, the concept of dieting is almost even discouraging. You know, because at the end of the day, what can cause long-term changes in a person is something that you can incorporate that can become a lifestyle for you. So rather than telling someone to go on a special diet to, you know, something that they need to eat, you know, so many food restrictions and everything, it's about working with the person to kind of modify their lifestyle, modify the choices that they make in a way that they can incorporate it into their lifestyle every day and with a long-term plan in focus. So that's why the concept of dieting, like a special short-term thing to just crash everything, really does not work. In fact, in the long term, it actually even brings a lot of other side effects and health challenges, both physically and mentally. So imagine someone that did a crash diet, really lost a lot of weight and suddenly there was a lot of attention, compliments, her clothes fit and then like six months down the line, it could even lead her to depression. So usually we don't want all those crash dieting and things like that because in the long term, they do not help. They don't help anybody. So usually what we want is for you to incorporate those things that you can do. So we start with, so for instance, I'm asking you like, oh, what kind of foods do you like to eat? If for instance, someone has some meals that are really healthy, that the person likes to eat, why don't we start from there? What are the kind of activities that this person likes to do? Oh, I like to play squash. I like to play lawn tennis. I like to swim. Let's start from there rather than, you know, starting an exercise program all over that the person is not familiar with or would not find interesting you understand so those are the kind of things that people need to shift to rather than you know focusing on extreme diets that promise a lot but at the end of the day don't give any benefit in the long term Hmm. really so if i get what you're saying right doctor is that we start from the person's lifestyle yeah what do you love doing as a person? Mm-hmm. Some might love engaging in physical activities. Why mm-hmm. don't we just leverage on that exactly. to help in either their weight gain mm-hmm. or their weight loss? Exactly. Instead of really now to schedule for them or a diet program for them and say, okay, this is what you must eat. This is what you shouldn't eat. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes difficult to maybe either adapt to mm-hmm. or to refrain from when they are back at their shape. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, if we humans were actually perfect at following rules and regulations, the world would be a utopia environment but no I know, right? Because even if after I follow what my doctor said I should do, and then I'm okay with my weight, what's the use of following it anymore? Because I don't want to lose more weight. Mm -hmm. Then there's this fear of, okay, I'm going to add on more weight after I've stopped it. Mm -hmm. And then there's a clash, clash of interest. I get you there, doctor. Now, I read that obesity or being overweight has a lot to do with infertility. Is that true? And 
What can be done about it then? Okay, so don't let's overflog the obese guys. All right. <laughs> but, you know, weight actually affects fertility, both being underweight and being overweight. So such that, I mean, when someone is underweight, your weight and your fat cells in your body actually control how hormones are like broken down and utilized in your body. So if you're underweight, it can actually affect ovulation. Ovulation might be affected when you are underweight. Now, but let us also shift to people that are overweight. When you're overweight, I mean, when your BMI rises above 29 already, your fertility rate drops by about 4% already just from that alone without any other organic issue in the body. So it's definitely important that if you're trying to get pregnant and you're overweight, you can also, in addition to other things that you try to do, try to also shed some weight and that may go a long way in helping you to be able to, you know, conceive. Also, remember that hormones are stored in these fat cells in our bodies. And obviously what would happen is that it would cause like a derangement in the way these hormones are also released to actually work, how they are broken down into different components that the body will utilize in being able to produce things like ovulation, you know, and things like that. So it's very important that, you know, our weight comes on that check, especially at times like that when we are trying to get pregnant. And remember that whatever body condition that a woman has before she gets pregnant, you know, if, if you're really overweight or obese before you're pregnant, you know, it can also complicate pregnancy as well if a woman is obese. So, dog, is there a particular way to look out for when you want to get pregnant? <laughs> because I mean, <laughs> just judging from what you said now, mm -hmm. is there a certain weight you should have or you should be as a woman mm -hmm. in order to open you up to or to make you prone to pregnancy? Okay, let me first put it out there that being fat or being overweight does not mean that you are going to have difficulty getting pregnant. It's just that if you are overweight or you're obese and you, in addition, now have issues getting pregnant, then you need to consider this because there are quite a number of people that are overweight and they still get pregnant without any issues. So it's not saying that it's something that will cause infertility. Okay. So, but in addition to treatment and things like that, we want to also make sure that we tick all the boxes and sometimes the weight may actually be the determining factor ensuring that one is successful in fertility treatments. Okay, so it's not that there's a certain weight for you to have to be pregnant. Okay. It's just that weight could inhibit. Yes, exactly. Okay. Weight can inhibit because people that are underweight still get pregnant spontaneously. People that are overweight still get pregnant spontaneously. It's just like you want to just ensure that things are as optimal as possible. Especially when there is now a difficulty in getting pregnant. That is when we bring in the weight card to try to bring things on that check. Mm. Okay, doctor, now unnecessary pressure. We need to talk about that. It's very important. And now that women today feel a lot of pressure from the media friends and sometimes their own parents to either be slim or fat now this pressure can create a distorted body image making them see themselves as too fat or too slim so how can we make sure women appreciate themselves and not feel unduly pressured okay first obviously like you said the pressure comes from what we see all around us from the media from you know people that seem to get the gigs get you know the publicity and as humans we tend to compare ourselves and say oh this person got this okay probably because she looks this way and i don't look like that but the thing is that we need to have more role models do you understand that show us that you know you don't have to look like that so i mean someone that comes to mind very easily is serena williams she she has never been slim. I mean, never. 
been slim. <laughs> she has always been so well built. And yes, that for her initially had caused some issues because she always talked about the fact that people felt she looked very masculine. She was so muscular and everything. But do you know what? I mean, with all that, she has won so many awards, so many Grand Slams. And, you know, those are things that we need to keep putting in front of our girls. Do you understand? And our teenagers to let them know that, come, you can achieve whatever you want to achieve in whatever body that you have. Of course, yes, we want to strike a balance and say you want to be healthy because Serena is very healthy. She's very fit. Do you understand? But at the same time, you want to you know, know that at the back of your mind that you can achieve whatever you want to achieve in that body that you have. And it's about aiming for something. So aiming for optimal weight. Yes, aiming for a healthy lifestyle. But enjoying the journey while you are going there and not hating yourself or hating the body that you were born with. Another thing is that there are a lot of trainers, even online, that like, you know, weight loss, fitness trainers that don't fit your typical stereotyped um, slim body. There are quite a number of them, especially those in the black community that have like voluptuous, let me put it that way. And they break it down for us, doctor. <laughs> so when I, when I, I talk about the fact that, you know, they don't have, you know, size six bodies and everything you know we're talking about size 16 18 and 14 and they are trainers so whether they're yoga instructors whether they are gym trainers and things like that there are actually quite a number of them online so i think if you find out that i'm trying to lose weight and i also can see that it really gets to me you need to try to follow role models and people that are on that journey and that also even look like you that would help with you know there's something we call that body positivity it's so important because for some people the fact that they are overweight is actually as a result of the fact that they're in that mental space where they're depressed and so they do a lot of comfort eating and they eat a lot and then they start gaining weight so the point is that for you to even achieve your goals in life including weight control weight management you need to be in the right mental space for you to be able to achieve that so that's why you need to surround yourself with positivity with things that would inspire and not put you down and obviously society as a whole we do have a large role to play in you know accepting do you understand accepting ourselves as being different without feeling that everybody needs to be in a particular mode to actually achieve you know and, and be able to reach the height that they want to reach in life so that, that's, that's society doctor Many women do not want to feel pressured. Many women, as a matter of fact, love their bodies. But I know you've mentioned that society sometimes just stresses you out. <laughs> it's one thing that you know that you are sufficient, you know you are beautiful, you know you are okay. But then you're not getting the gigs. You're not getting the jobs. The employment opportunities are not coming because you're not looking in a certain way. Mm. So how can we help such people? Because mm, living in a society that constantly reminds you that you're not sufficient because you don't look a certain way mm -hmm. can affect you in the long run. Mm. So how can we help such people? I know aside the radio program, we're already doing a sensitization. Mm -hmm. Is there any other thing that we can do as maybe medicine or technology is there any other thing that we can do to help people like this first we're looking at two things now the thing is if someone actually feels the need to actually lose weight especially for health reasons do you understand that's on one hand you have a good body image but you realize that okay from the categorization we gave you are probably obese and so because of that you want to work on doing that yes you would definitely need to involve you know um the medical experts do you understand where we sit down even look through because sometimes even weight gain is as a result of like hormonal issues do you understand which also ties in with you know fertility and things like that so if there's some hormonal imbalances you know thyroid 
hormone imbalances that can cause people to gain weight. And so sometimes actually you've tried and you've been frustrated because you've tried every other thing apart from treating the root cause. So sometimes you actually need to pay the doctor a visit to have some hormonal testing done. Based on that, if there are any abnormalities in these hormones, yes, treatments can be given that can actually assist other things that you're doing, like your physical activity and, you know, portion control. So first is ensuring that that is out of the way. Now, you know, there's this um, saying that someone said, like, if you don't have a space at the table, you need to you know, create your own table. You understand? And that is what people like Serena has done. You know, it wasn't like there was one open wide door for her and uh, like come in and come and take over the space. Yeah. But she went in, she broke all the legs of every table that was existing and put her own there. So we are in that place in the world right now that, you know, it's a wide open playing field. Yes, we are advocating on every side to make sure things are balanced. But I mean, if you need to bring your table, you know, bring that table and then knock everything out. That's just- just it. <laughs> so finally, doctor, when it comes to weight management in women, weight maintenance and what tech has done. Okay. So my final words basically is first, like I said, everything is about a balance. Okay. It's about loving oneself. I mean, there's a quote by Oprah that I really love that I saw recently. You know, she said, say goodbye to your inner critic and take this pledge to be kinder to yourself and others irrespective of whatever the inconsistencies or things that you noticed about yourself that are not just what you want you've looked at and say oh i don't look like this i don't look like that the point is that you need to be kind enough to yourself you know the point is help yourself be better aim to be better but on the journey to being better love yourself because if you don't love yourself there's no way you can love others if you're not kind to yourself there's no way you can be kind to others it's about having a positive image of your body because our weight is not just what we see on the outside but our mental space is also important and we need to do everything to protect that mental space and you know that's just basically Mm. it Mm. you said that and in addition to that even if you're having issues with your weight whether you want to add on weight or you want to lose weight technology can help Help you out there are applications there are programs that can be designed there are many ways that we've seen that technology has stepped in to actually help make that a reality amazing now we must understand that as women whether you need motivation to stick to a diet or encouragement to get fit the latest gadgets and tech can help give you a hand in achieving your weight goals all you have to do is to make a few simple modifications to your lifestyle like dr adilokwa said which will help promote long-lasting weight management for you i've been speaking to a general practitioner from the medicenter Ikecha, which is a world-class primary care facility providing quality health care across its four locations in lagos she's vast in family care taking care of the whole family a passion for the health of an individual and community as a whole i've seen her participate in numerous outreach program and i've seen her come to the radio with us today to tell us that tech can actually help you fit, fix your weight worries. Thank you for joining me on the show, Dr. Esther Adilokman. I do hope to have this conversation or another topic with you sometimes later on. Thank you very much. All right, and that's it. Know that tech can actually fix your weight worries because block is beautiful. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.